I may be dating myself with this next comment, but sometimes I feel like the world and the way that the world teaches us to quote unquote attack our day has us tearing through our days like the Tasmanian devil from Bugs Bunny. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, they set us up for this freight train of activity that is impossible to maintain in the long run. The world would have us get up each morning, get ready to quote unquote slay the day, uh, to get up and at them, that the early bird gets the worm. And these are all about using my power to get things done for me or even to get things done for God. And today I want to invite you to take on the morning going forward, not in beast mode, but in calm, clear-headed and confident mode. It's very simple and these three steps are very simple so that you are going to feel just as good when you complete these your checklist at the end of the day for your business as you do beginning and what in the long run it's going to make you want to do more of it. So let's so I'll see you inside. Hey mama, welcome to your business calling. Do you finally want to get clarity on growing your online business and drop the confusion of ever-changing growth trends? Do you find yourself up late at night asking Google how to get past overwhelm and burnout? Do you wake up enthusiastic about hearing from God only to feel frustrated when you've invested in yet another program that steers you off course and subtracts from your bank account instead of adding to it? Hey, I'm Jennifer. I too was a capable, ambitious mama who wanted to use my God-given gifting to contribute financially to my family. I too felt like I was doing everything the gurus told me and still staying stuck. I kept thinking, maybe I must not know enough yet, or maybe I I didn't hear from God right. Until I woke up to the truth that my confidence and business path came from Jesus, and I was capable of not only squashing overwhelm, but creating a business that would bless lives, starting right here in my own home. In this podcast, you'll find victory in your authenticity, clarity on who and whose you are, confidence in growing your business the way God has called you to grow it, so that you will finally feel that kingdom impact. Find your coziest chair, favorite coffee mug, and prettiest journal, and let's get started. Did you know that we have a free community where we can hang out a little bit every day? We're Christian mompreneurs who have been called to online business and want to grow our online businesses with and for God. We share about how to drop the overwhelm, lack of authenticity, and frustration this online space can breed. And instead, we align with the Lord to actually enjoy this journey of growth and obedience. Join us at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash A-T-C community, A-T-C community, as in answering the call. I can't wait to meet you. We'll see you over there. I remember several years ago, there was a book that came out that um, entailed uh, what it is that you should do to set up your day so that you 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 get at it and you get all the things done and so uh, what what you foresee happening will happen and it's going to take you on a much better path and in doing these things you will be successful or you'll have a better shot of being successful and i think all of this and the self-help world really does have if you want to think of it this way, our best in mind, our, our, the best for us in mind, they're, they're aiming to help us with what it is that we're striving for in, in this entrepreneur world. 
which is quote unquote success, right? And so this book came out and the world got flipped on its head. And now you believe that you have to do this checklist, checklist of things every morning. And with another checklist comes less simplicity and more complication and more confusion. And I'm not getting it because I'm not doing the checklist. And so then you feel bad that you're not doing the checklist. It, it's just ridiculous. So going back to mornings, it does make sense to do the most important things after you're well-rested, you're fresh, you're refresh. Um, I think that the enemy has a harder time succeeding with his plans when we're rested and we're fed and we're unrushed. So we're, we're, we're calm, we're focused. And whatever that looks like to you is going to be great. Okay? I don't believe that you have to do this XYZ checklist that somebody else came up with in order to get to where you want to go. Okay, the importance of choosing to set up your day with the most important things first and foremost, I think that that makes sense, right? Okay, so the idea of Christian morning affirmations, or I like to call them God promises. They are in scripture. God ordained these words to be given to us. God cannot lie. Why not rely on this information versus something that worked for somebody else and comes from a place almost of scarcity that if you don't do it this way, you won't achieve success. So today we're going to be covering starting your day God's way. Three different little, um, kind of like a, a roadmap, three different little steps of the roadmap to get things started with how I believe God wants us to work. And the first thing is to submit. Now that never feels like a good thing, especially if you you just heard me say submit and you're like, I'm out. This is, <laughs> let me just tell you, it's hard. It's hard. And I believe, at least from my experience in walking this journey with God, that he will, will quietly say it first to submit to his will until we have messed up our lives in such a way that we just say, you know what? It, it's you. It's you. I don't want it anymore. I've messed it up. It's all, you know, it's my fault. I ask for forgiveness. I think that submission is super important because it, it keeps us aware of our limited capacity over things. If we are getting our fingerprints all over everything that he has asked us to do, it's, it's almost like we're muddying up the final product. Okay. He has asked us to do something, submit to his will and move forward. And it's hard and I get it wrong and and I try and I ask for forgiveness and I get back up on it and I do it again. But I'm here and I want to tell you that the more that you can submit to him, the more at peace and calm your life will be. What does the Bible say about submission? We are all called to be in submission to God as addressed in James 4, 7. James conveys the idea that only when we submit to God will the devil flee from you as we are then committed to God and will be able to withstand the temptations of the devil. So remember I said I had messed up all kinds of things that including relationships and finances and how I saw the world. Once I submitted to God and what he has asked, that freedom that I felt, that peace, that joy, that was the devil fleeing, okay? So how are we going to do this? Of a peaceful day or more peaceful than it might be without is submitting. And I believe that that is um, a prayer that we could easily offer up. And do it, doing it in a way that uses the scripture because of you, because of all you have done for me, I present my body to you as a living sacrifice for this day. I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind, affirming that your will 
for me is good and acceptable and perfect. And so that would be a reflection of Romans 12, 1 through 2. The next thing is going to be Thanksgiving. And over the past couple of years, I have taken my Thanksgiving uh, a little bit deeper and more basic uh, because we live in, as if we live in America, uh, we live in an amazing land of opportunity. And most of America has more than most countries in the world as far as things that we take for granted. Okay. If you have a house, you're better than most people in the world. Uh, if you have air conditioning, you're better. You're in better circumstances. That's what I mean. You're not better as a person, but you're better in better circumstances than most of the world. And so while we are often focused on striving to do something, to get something, and that is our, is that's what's pushing us, I find that being grateful, turning starting the day with thanksgiving for the most basic things that we have already been given. Of course, the most um, the most important thing is God's love and the fact that he sent his son to die for us and we are forgiven. That in itself makes us a victor in our day. And if we're coming from that space, I believe that the whole day is going to look differently to you. And the things that he has asked us to do during our day, we're overjoyed just to be in the place to be able to serve him. So it Thanksgiving, it puts us in a, in the right frame of mind to approach God. It shows us that when we seek him first, everything else is the frosting on the cupcake. Okay. So both most basic things. And I'm talking about thank you that I'm waking up. Thank you that I am breathing. Thank you for giving me lungs that pull in air and push out carbon dioxide. Thank you for air conditioning. Thank you that I had a pillow last night. Uh, I mean, I, I have three pillows. I mean, just to have one pillow is is frosting on the cupcake. Okay, thank you for um the just the, the the that I'm getting up and that I'm going to be, be able to put food in my mouth and that I'm able to feed the children that I've been given and that I can set the that you've thank you for allowing me the opportunity to set the tone for the household. Thank you for trusting me with that. Submission first, second Thanksgiving, and the final thing that we want to do, and I've had this question myself, so I, I'm looking forward to bringing it up with you, is supplication. Okay, what is supplication? It is humble prayer or petition. Supplication is humble prayer. It is it is on your on your knees figuratively, literally too, if you prefer. It's not groveling. It is reaching up to him in a way that is so humble that you can almost envision him like putting his hand on your head, just like you would do if your child came up to you and asked you for something so humbly, with so much respect and reverence. You would put your hand on their head or on their shoulder. Let them know that you were so appreciative of that effort that you were given. Okay, so my question that I mentioned before is, if he already knows what I need, why ask for it? If he already knows what I need, why ask for it? Well, one of the things is that God commands us to pray. And Jesus instructed us to pray and even gave us details on how we should pray with the Lord's Prayer from Matthew 6, 9. He wants, God wants us to ask for things. And he tells us what he wants to ask, what he wants us to ask for his kingdom to come, for his will to be done in heaven, uh, as it is in heaven, and for him to give us daily bread for the forgiveness of our sins, that we would be kept from temptation and be delivered from evil. So John Calvin has an insight into prayer and why the, why it's valuable at this point. And he believed that prayer is not so much for God's benefit, but rather for our own benefit. Now, God knows what we need even before we ask for it, yet it delights God when we're when we humble, like I said, we humble ourselves and pray to him. And it demonstrates that we need him. It stirs us to love and worship 
him and know him as our true source of life. Praying to the Lord helps us to understand more of his character, and it helps us to see his faithfulness and goodness in our lives. So the prayer is basically, it's doing us good to pray for. (laughs) Even though God knows what it is that we need, our prayer is bringing us closer to him. It's doing us good. So how are we going to do this? Well, Philippians 4, 6 says, be careful. Be careful for nothing, like don't care about, like don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known, made to God. And so this can be the Lord's prayer. If that's where you are, you just need to start somewhere or you don't even know how to talk to God. You know, you are, you are rebuilding or initially building this relationship with him when it comes to your business. It is the Lord's Prayer. And you can find that in, I think it said Matthew 6, 9. And then what I really enjoy doing with the Lord's Prayer, because it it, it is, it can be memorized. And in most cases, people that have been Christians for a while haven't memorized is, especially when I'm doing it with the kids, I like to take it apart and put it in basic English instead of kind of like the poem kind of a situation where it is, um, it makes it, it just gives it a whole new perspective and a whole new life on things. And from there, I ask things that I believe that I need to help me move through his will throughout the day. But when it comes to his will and the only success being the obedience of what he's asked, there really doesn't have to be much complication. So I believe that in starting our day, with this type of an outlook and this type of an attitude, this type of a posture, it is going to free us up from all of the legalistic self-help things that, that we feel that we must do this to get this and lighten the load and leave so much room for joy and peace and comfort and knowing that we are walking this path with him. And we're exactly where we need to be. And he's going to show us the next steps. So let's finish in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this this time that we've taken to unwrap the idea of affirmations. And, and thank you for steering us away from the things of the world and what the world promises us. The things that the world lies to us about that we need, that we must have, that we must seek. And thank you for bringing us back always to you and your word and your relationship, a relationship with you. Thank you for being with us on this path each step of the way. And thank you for being the light onto our feet to show us the next step to take in growing our online businesses with you and for you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, could you take 30 seconds and forward this podcast or or share it on social media with some other Christian mompreneurs for support and encouragement? And before you go, are you needing a little calm in your life? Like, God, please kick the chaos the marketplace is selling me to the curb. (laughs) I've got you, girl. Grab your copy of the Calm the Chaos Workshop and let God's alignment take over. The link to the recording is in the show notes. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. Okay, time to go unfollow some influencers. No more shiny object syndrome for me. I'll meet you back on Friday for another episode. Remember, success is in obedience. Bye-bye.